episode of Espresso Babe. Joining me as always is Lee. Hello Mr Callum and yes as he said welcome to episode 10. We're into double digits sir. Happy days and it's going well. Absolutely having great fun and to celebrate in a way we've put out we put out a couple of little questionnaires for you all. We have and surprisingly our uh, Lou Roll questionnaire got more feedback than our post we wanted feedback on. Yeah no we'd love we were Hoping to hear a little bit more from you guys about what you'd like to hear, but apparently everyone feels very strongly about the way we hang toilet roll. Well, not us. People. Everyone. People in general. Me, personally, I don't care. No, I can't say it's something I feel... I thought I'd put my two pence in. Pun intended? Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, no, apparently a lot of you feel very, very strongly about the way you hang toilet roll. I might tentatively suggest you need some more exciting things in your life. Our podcast could be one of them. Our podcast could be one of them. (laughs) But I do enjoy the fact that a couple of you actually added um, yes. some options in there as well. So I'd initially just gone with, okay, people are feeling strongly about it, so you've got the front and the... The over... The over. front and the back. You were going to say, <laughs> <Yeah>. weren't you? <laughs> I was going to say the front and the back, yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of realised how that was going to sound and stopped myself, but thank you very much for pointing it out, Callum. My pleasure, sir, my pleasure. So, yeah, we have the two traditional ones of over and under, which is kind of what I'd expected you guys to go with. And over has been the... Uh, the uh, standout winner, by the way, Callum. You yes. voted for under. I did. Along with I like three other be, people. I just wanted to be different. Well, three other people agree with you. Excellent. But we did also have um, two options added as well, which we particularly enjoyed. We've got Deborah Barry, who's added, I do not have a toilet roll holder. I find that quite funny. You've, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Molly Potter, which I chuckled too profusely about. Now, um, every time I go to someone's bathroom... I'm going to remove the loo roll from the holder <laughs> and put it out of reach on the floor because that is hilarious. Just yeah. Just to clarify, the option Molly added was on the floor, just out of reach. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now I think yeah, we might have to go with a little petty wins when you go into someone's when you go into someone's bathroom, unhook the toilet roll and just put it just out of reach on the floor. Because <laughs> I think that's brilliant, Molly. So thank you for that. Because you won't see their outrage, but they're going to have to you know do some sort of scoot to try and... You know it's going to happen, yeah. And I think, I think, honestly, I think some of the best kind of wins are just the ones that are completely... You just you don't even need to see it. No. Like, another good one I just thought of now is if you take the sugar out of some sugar bar and put salt in it instead... Oh, there's a... Sp- Special place in hell for people like you. Because it's just funny. We'll take the batteries out of someone's remote. <laughs> Why is this not working? You know what? I'll take the batteries out and rotate them. That'll work. But, oh. I've always wanted to do something like just leave. Doesn't really matter what, like a packet of pepperoni or a watermelon, a pineapple, just on someone's doorstep and then piss off. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. I'm not quite sure why. Because it's not. Obviously, it's not something horrific. They're not going to go, oh, my God, I feel so attacked. Someone left a, pi- a pineapple on my doorstep. <laughs> or if they, if they do, they've got their own share of issues. <laughs> but you know you're going to be the topic of conversation for the next month. There's always going to be that story of, do you know, back when I lived around there, I've no idea why, but someone left a pineapple on my doorstep. <laughs> that would be quite funny. It almost goes hand in hand with a story. You got to pick like the three most unusual items and oh, go through in a, a checkout. Market, yes. So my personal favourite, which I'd love to do, is a tub of Vaseline, some condoms, and a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see the person on the till's reaction. Personally, I'd go with a pregnancy test, a bottle of whiskey, and a set of coat hangers. 
Although I wouldn't suggest leaving these on anyone's doorstep. Just put. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you do leave, <laughs> if you do leave those on someone's doorstep, we are not going to be held responsible for what happens to you. Oh dear, that would be fantastic. That could be pranks gone wrong. <laughs> yes. No. Just. Just. For, for my for my money, the best sort of kind of practical joke. You almost don't need the laugh, but you, I just I just want you I don't almost I don't want to upset someone. I just want general weirdness. Mm. I uh, I saw a, a funny story. Someone had checked the book out from my library, and then they just like done like some pun on the on the book, and then returned it. And like someone had found it like twenty years later, mm. and it's like you've been trolled from the grave or something. That, that was a school book. I remember yeah. seeing that. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't quite remember, but it was something like yeah. that. And it was... What we're also going to do is we're going to set up a questionnaire to release with this episode. So that'll be for us, that'll be next week. For you guys, that'll be today. Asking you, what do you think the worst three, or the best three, if you will, items you could get from a supermarket would be? So we'll put Callum's suggestion up there. Yep. And we'll also put Lee's suggestion up there. And we will leave it open for adding further options. Now... Yeah, then we should. It's have. got to be stuff you can actually buy from a supermarket. So if you're putting, you know, Vladimir Putin and nuclear warhead and some Vaseline, yes, it would be a great idea. <laughs> it's also they're not on sale. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you can find Vaseline, but. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be things you can actually get from the supermarket. Otherwise, it just ain't gonna work. The more unusual, or the weirder, or the funnier, the better. We want something that's gonna make the checkout that this hypothetical checkout clerk go. What? But, yeah, so maybe whichever one gets the most votes, we'll actually go and do and see how that turns out, because that could be very entertaining for all of us. So do get involved, please. The question is, Lee, if we did it, we did it in a few stores, what are we going to do with all the cucumbers and lube? I mean, I don't want to know what you're going to do with the cucumbers and lube, Callum. <laughs> I can imagine and I wish I couldn't. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll just move on. Just try not to fall on a bedpost, eh? Oh, we don't need to be reminded about this. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one, you're the only one being reminded. Yeah, well, it's that's a painful time in my life. <laughs> Quite literally painful. Ooh, you're questioning whether or not to go into it, aren't I you? am questioning whether or not to go into it, whether to share it with the listeners. No, I don't mind, I'm happy to share. don't know exactly how much, well, I, I wasn't there, to be fair. Mm. Well, thank <laughs> you weren't, mate. That'd be, a, that'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? I mean, it would be a bit weird for you, for yeah. me. I don't know, mate. You would have got a whiff of blood and you might have been all up in there. Oh, for <laughs> sakes. Also, pun intended. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> okay, I'm composed. So my understand, my understanding, you've told me this story and, um, yeah, <laughs> is that you were, you, were doing, you were undergoing some experimentation, weren't you, Mr. Callum? Yes, I think we should just put a trigger warning out. This part is going to include some sexual references. And mum and dad, if you don't want to know about what happened? Skip the next three, four minutes because it is rather graphic. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten your mum and dad listened to this podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to be sharing this. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, one of my ex-partners, we were, you know, in the bedroom getting a bit frisky, as it were, and she pulled out some anal beads. Some anal beads. And I thought, you know what? I can handle about one or two notches, no problem. Go and it. And all of a sudden, I needed the toilet. I Stood up, <laughs> stepped on a plug, <laughs> and 
putting it bluntly, I landed on my bedpost. Because <clears throat> obviously a flat surface, not one of the usual I guess ones. it was like a bed, the foot of the bed, right? Yeah. Or like a... Yeah. 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 And uh, I fell on the corner, <laughs> on the bottom of the uh, toy, <laughs> and I got more than the uh, two inches I initially thought. Yeah, you got all the beads. I got the whole <laughs> nine yards. Not nine yards. The whole nine I mean, that inches. That would be truly terrifying. The whole nine inches. <laughs> and if it wasn't for the guard on the bottom, that would disappeared. And I would have had an interesting trip to A and E. Oh, fantastic! I mean, just to say, I have a high pain threshold, but that breached my threshold quite literally. <laughs> I'm sure they were fun to get back out. I won't go into well. too much detail, but. No, pulling out hurt, everything hurt, and there was some... Um, a little bit of blood. A little bit of blood, which I, I hear you're into, Lee, so... <laughs> I'm not into... No. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that's that story. Again, sorry, <laughs> Mum and Dad, if you don't listen to that. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's uh, fun. Jumping back very briefly to what we were talking about before then, though, because yeah. not only are we going to get that questionnaire going, just moving away from the... Uh, Moving away from the little bit. Yeah, not only not only do we want to get that questionnaire going, but we would actually like if you've got any other questions, any other suggestions, we'd still like to hear from those. So do pop them either either message them to us. We'll we'll go over how to contact us exactly, at the end of the show. Exactly. Or post them in Expresso Babe on Facebook. We would just love to see more of what you want to know about exactly. what you'd like to see us doing. Rather than us just doing what we're doing, which we're happy to do. Well, we, I'm having a great time. Yeah, I'm having a great time. But it's, we obviously want you guys to enjoy and keep <clears> you guys engaged rather than just... I mean, we, we could be going on thinking, you know what, that was a great episode. And you guys think, you know what, you guys are boring. I mean, I think you're boring, Callum. Then you have a <laughs> judge of character because <laughs> I am not boring. <laughs> I don't uh, think. No, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not boring. Um, so yeah, please do tell us a little bit more about what you'd like to hear. We would love to hear it. And in exchange, Callum won't tell you any more about his anal beads. I will not tell you any more about that particular story. <laughs> However, I do have a full arsenal of fun. Oh, there are so many stories. And the, my favourites are the ones you hate the most. <laughs> well, wouldn't anyone's? Yes. Yes, yes. We won't go into some of them because... We're not going into that one. I know exactly what you were thinking, and no. Well, the reason I'm not going into it is because I know at least one person is a part of the group. Yes. Is, listens. Is, yes, yes, yes. Who's a part, Someone who's involved in that story listens, and it doesn't feel fair to bring in. No. No. So we won't go into that one. It makes me sick just thinking about it. Yeah, that one. Anyway, do feel free to ask Callum about that in person. Yes. He loves sharing that story. Or it message me, and I will not tell you the story. It definitely doesn't make him feel highly uncomfortable. Nope. <laughs> anyway, moving on to more comfortable topics. Moving on. Yes, 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 yes. So, shall we get in... a stroke? Not right now, mate. I thought that would be a bit inappropriate. <laughs> True, the cats are watching. <laughs> Insert pussy pun here. <coughs> <coughs> yes. Anyway, so, moving swiftly on. So, 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 so. Have you got anything in terms of what's going on? I do, and it's quite a funny story, but the story's boring, so I'll just abbreviate it. It's quite a funny story, but the story's boring. No, like the explanation of you the You realise that makes no f***ing sense, right? Okay, the headline's funny, but how they explained it, it was a massive f***ing page, and... Give us the cliff notes. I'll give... That's what I've done. I've abbreviated it to the funny parts, which nice. I thought funny. Nice. Okay, do you want me, okay. To, do you want me to start? I would love for you to start, Callum. All right, maybe later. <laughs> no. Um, so the the headline which I went for was 
Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina explodes in my living room. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title. How old is Gwyneth Paltrow these days? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not too sure, but it was... um, She started selling a vagina-scented candle. Why? Because she could and it made money. Why, why, Why buy that? Well, it's because her previous product, Sex Dust... What? Yeah, she sold a product called Sex Dust. What is for fifty six pounds? I don't know. I don't want to know. But obviously, sounds like pube dandruff. Basically, you can sell anything these days. If that um, Twitch streamer sold her bath water and made loads of money out of it, people are going to buy Gwyneth Paltrow scented candles. People are just messed up, man. And this is me saying this. This is us. Uh, Why? It turns out there was a lawsuit. A guy um, is trying to sue them for five million. In damages, not obviously just him, a load of other people whose candles have erupted. And Okay, so it's a group suit for five yeah. minutes. I just found it quite funny. Because they've exploded. Yeah. <laughs> the, can- the vagina scented candles have exploded. But the funny thing is, it there's, says, some, there's some joke in there somewhere. <laughs> no, but it's. <laughs> I think on the candle it says Gwyneth Paltrow on, on the top and it smells like my vagina. And I think it was because a while back she had that. Um, Problem where she had to pay $118,000 to get her, you know, foo-foo <laughs> medically treated. For what? I don't know. I just know there was... I didn't want to read into it too much because that doesn't really interest me. Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, vaginal problems. Yeah, but I just want to know what it was treated for now. She's spending 100, 100... It was 118000 118000 I mean, it was in... What fe- was wrong with it? Well, this is America, so it's not free. No, but... Well, not not free as one is infected or something. Or mm. I don't know. Some something. I don't want to go into too much detail because I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So after a brief interlude and a little bit of time on Google, it turns out that unfortunately, Mr. Callum was not entirely correct. No. She hasn't had a hundred thousand pound operation or a hundred thousand dollar operation on her vagina. But her company was sued for that for for something. Legal fees for the candle, like. Oh, that was for the, the candle. Yeah. Okay. So you just you just. <laughs> Somehow threw the word operation in there. The appar- <laughs> yeah. Apparently this isn't the first time she's done weird stuff like this because some woman in Canada got some rather nasty burns yeah. trying to follow Gwyneth Paltrow's recommendations on vagina steaming. Which is... Squatting over very hot water with herbs infused Why into it. Why would you do that? You're not supposed to actually get in the water. But no. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone knows why anyone would do that, feel free to let us know. It's not exactly an area... With which we are particularly familiar. No. So, uh, Lee, that's my story done and dusted. Do you want to uh, tell us yours? So I've seen a couple. Um, One of them I'm not going to go into too much because I've seen it doing the rounds on on the internet already. Yeah. So I suspect, especially by the the time a week has gone by, you guys guys are going to have seen it already. Um, Which is the one about the Hull couple who are going to go to a comedy club in Blackpool. Did you hear about that? No. They did. Okay, well, they, effectively, they tried to demand a refund from the comedy club in Blackpool because Blackpool was closer to the Ukraine and therefore it wasn't safe for them to go. <laughs> what? Or possibly Hull was closer to the Ukraine. That's, um, that's stupid. Yeah, due to the Ukra- events in Russia and Ukraine, it's not safe for us to travel as, as we're both retired. So I'm not... I'm not is that sure. An elderly couple, by the way. It is an elderly couple who, yeah, are worried that their travel from Black from Hull to Blackpool isn't going to be safe because Russia invaded the Ukraine. What, do they think they're going to bomb the highways? 
Do they, who would bomb Blackpool? I don't know. Well, I mean, with all due respect, I've been. If anyone listening from Blackpool is listening, I'm sorry, but I've been to Blackpool. It's like Big Yarmouth. Yeah. Bombing Blackpool would be a distinct improvement. You <laughs> know, that's dark even by my standards. I think the same about Yarmouth. Just to clarify. But yeah, so like I said, I'm not going to go too much into that, but there was a whole fallout where they were arguing with the people who said, quite rightly, we're not going to give you your tickets back because it doesn't affect England in the slightest. Yeah. Um, Guess if you don't try, you won't get, will you? <laughs> well, in this yeah. case, if you do try, you also won't get. And that that couple are, are very stupid people. Mm. But this is the one I enjoyed slightly more just because it's not quite so... Not quite stupid. so well... No, it's just not quite so well publicised, I suspect. And it's just a nice little story. So here's the headline for you, Callum. Depressed parrot who stopped talking finds voice and tells new owner to f*** off. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> In parrot form. I mean, it's not... Again, it's not a mega deep, but mega deep story. This is, a, this is a parrot that was rescued. How do we know the parrot's depressed? Um, because it was doing things parrots do when they're depressed. So firstly, it wasn't talking, which okay. parrots do. Okay. They mimic the people that are around. And secondly, it was plucking out its feathers. Ooh. So, which is which is again, it's what birds do when yeah. pet birds do when they're stressed. So yeah, it was it was a very not happy parrot. They've rehomed him, and yeah, his 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 initi- when he when he finally got happy enough to start talking, his first response was to tell to tell his new owners to f*** off. <laughs> That's great. Which is just imagine getting a parrot and she tells you to f*** off off the bat. Though, to be fair, I did actually also know um, someone whom I used to work with, a lady called Julie. Julie, if you're listening, I hope you're well. Who also had a parrot that would tell people to f*** off. <laughs> they also had a, a very, very tiny daughter. I mean, not, not tiny in terms of age, just tiny in terms of, like, she was a borderline dwarf. Um, <laughs> yeah. Katie, if you're listening, hi. Um, <laughs> and she was a very, very small lass, very short, very slender. And this parrot, she used to kept saying, Katie's fat. <laughs> <laughs> Just consistently. And this is like the tiniest person you've ever seen. But no, constantly. Katie's fat. Katie's fat. Which is... I think if I was an animal, I'd be the perfect parrot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, that, that's my new thing. That's my new thing. Do you know when people say, oh, well, if you could be any animal, what would you be? I'm, I'm going to be like a, cock, a cockatoo, is it? You're a cock, all right. Or a... Uh, is it my wowie? Malawi? The um, parrot. Normally they're like white. It's cockatiel, isn't it? Cockatiel? Uh, either way. Yes, I think my I'm going to now That's choose your spirit parrot. animal. I'm going to choose parrot because you can say whatever you wanted. Your spirit animal is a sweary parrot. As long as I had myself talking to me as a parrot, then I could just. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine the carnage if I had a parrot? That'd be great. It, you should definitely have a parrot. They live for a long time. Though, they, you know? Could you imagine that? It, just, it like could be like it could 30, be like, forty years. I had a like parrot that. as a, our special guest today. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's comedy. That is. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, no, that was that was my story, and it's actually just a quite nice little story as well because the parrot's got a new home. The parrot is happy. It also <laughs> turns out to be a bit of a sailor, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Callum, how have you been getting on with your Tinder lines? Because I know last week you were having a little bit of a just a bit of a mm. bit of a downer. Bit of a downer, which as we as we spoke about is understandable. It's it's yeah. it can be a bit disheartening, but. Have you been messaging some some very lucky women? I'm not sure if very lucky, maybe just. Have you been messaging lucky. some very unlucky women? I have, yes. 
and I chose to go with the Tinder line that uh, Stacy had given you. Ah, yes. Are you a mirror? Because I can see myself inside you. Yeah, I thought, yep, you know what? It's, it's a little cringy, but it's also quite... I feel that's like that's not good. too... So I, I reached out to a few people on Tinder. I said, that sounds a bit weird, reached out. But a few people on Tinder, a few people have popped. Just thought I'd see what sort of... I've had three responses. Three responses? Three responses. And... One of the women on Poff, I don't quite know how to take their response. Right. Because I obviously said the line and they said, well, the mirror you're looking in must be pretty f***ing cracked. <laughs> I think that was a rejection of the line, mate. <laughs> I think so as I well. I think that was a no. Did you follow up? Uh, no. No. I didn't know what to respond. I just thought, you know, I'll leave it like that. That, that, that. It can stop there. Ah, you got to follow it up, mate. There's always there's a there's a rescue. You can you can dig it back out. At least you've got a response, mate. Go with it. Follow just, on. Just, but that's all right. I'm a pro glass blower. I'm sure I can fix it. Hey, there we go. Okay. And the second one was yep. also on Puff, and yep. I said, "Are you a mirror?" Because I can see myself inside of you. And they said, "I uh, I don't own a mirror." <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> I was. I think that's a rejection. But I was like. Did you miss the pun? Or was that I just can't see the rejection? Again, you've got a follow-up, buddy. I mean, keep keep going. I'd love to hear that some of these lines have actually got you somewhere a bit more exciting. Yeah. And I think this one is probably my... Your favourite one? <laughs> my favourite response. This was on Tinder. Yeah. And I was completely like... Uh, I just sent like a laughy face as a response. So I sent this girl on Tinder. Obviously, are you a mirror? Because I can see myself inside of you. If I was a mirror, it would surely be cracked if you looked into it. I think that's calling you ugly, mate. I think that's calling me ugly, yeah. And I was just like, laughy face, laughy face, thanks. And I didn't get a response. No, no, that was a... But do you know what? I found it f***ing hilarious. So, yeah, that is that. Oh, dear. Although, well, well, going on to Tinder lines, I do have two more. That was sent in. Do you? Yes. Uh, one of them was from Charlie, which is, we all die someday. Want to go out with me? Question mark. <laughs> That's terrible. I love it. That's quite funny. And the other one is uh, Sam. Yeah. And he has said, I don't normally use pickup lines, but I'm not trying to pick you up. I just want to pin you down. Hey. Devil horn face. Borderline sexual assault, but I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's two okay. I'm going to try out this week, and I am going to send out more, so I'm try to get more responses. And Good. even if I say, hey, I'd appreciate your feedback on this chat line. <laughs> Again, mate, we'd like it to actually go well for you, so maybe don't just ask them. <laughs> At least I'll get a response. Yeah, that's very true. Hey, I'd like your genuine response to this chat line. Don't care, isn't it? Uh, like an awesome shutdown. So that is my Tinder experiences. So thank you, Stacey, for that. Yes. No, we've actually made some progress. Well, I have also had a couple of Tinder lines sent in, Callum. Yes. One of them, I think, is... It's either going to be really good or people just aren't going to get it. But I think it's really clever. So if they understand it, then they're a yes. smart person, you know. I'm not saying smart or dumb, but... They've had... Yeah. I just, I just think it's a little... It's, I think it's very clever, but I suspect some people might go, what? Okay. Which, Hit me. Yeah. Can I? <laughs> Have you got time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always got time to hit you, mate. Threaten um, a good time. <laughs> so the first one is, if I were an enzyme, I'd be a DNA healer case, so I could unzip your genes. That's genes with a G, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously, that is quite smart. It's, I, it's, I see it's where really you think. It's really clever. If they get it, then they'd probably find the, 
the value in it. But yeah. if they don't, they're like, what? What? Why do you want to unzip my jeans? Well, no. If, if they need explaining it, they don't explain it to them. They don't need to be on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> True. The other one I've had sent in was, I've got all this cutlery, all these knives, all these forks, but I still need a little spoon. Ooh. I've got fork jokes to try out. Fork so, jokes? <laughs> opening lines. So. I've got four opening lines to try out. So thank you so much for sending those in. Callum will have a go with those. We'll report back. And he's actually going to follow on when people reply to him a bit more as well. I will, follow yes. up, not follow on, follow up, follow on as cricket. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I think my confidence was shattered by the my mirror's cracked. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that ugly, Callum. I you're know. not. You're not an ugly lad. Uh, you don't do it for me, but you've got altogether too much penis. Yeah, true. <laughs> what, two inches is too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say double it, and then I realised that would still be disappointing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not the size that matters, it's what you do with it. <laughs> Give her six inches, mate. You can fuck her three times. <laughs> then um, brings to me. <laughs> hey, babe, can you give me another two inches? I've been saying that like this whole time. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't think I have any petty moans and victories for you today. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you do. I do, I do. I'm too, that was too much excitement, I'm sorry. So before we finish off, Callum, yeah. do you have any petty moans or any petty wins? Uh, Your f***ing phone going off during a podcast is a petty moan. I do have a petty victory that's been sent in. But first, I'm going to do my petty moan, which I think a lot of people can relate to. I get it driving, it's like stressful and whatever, no problem. Is it someone pointing at the bag that's on top of your car? Oh no, I've gotten over that now. It's just, that's just <laughs> daily routine. I, I just normally, if someone's behind my beeping, I'll stick my thumb out the window. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, but it's, do you know when you're driving and you don't technically have to let someone come out? Yeah. Or you don't have to Isn't they don't make have space priority. for someone yet. Well, what annoys me is, is when you've gone out of your way, say, just to let someone else out. And all you can do is give a thanks, put your hazards on. Oh, or, yes, no or, wave. Or if you've like, you know what, I'll pull in so then you can pull out and then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And no one even, they don't even acknowledge it. They're yes. just like, yeah. That is the most that is the most British complaint ever. Like you let someone through, or you, even you give them a little wave and they don't give you a wave back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you're just seething. I think the main one is when you let someone pull out when you could have just not stopped and there's a load of cars behind you and no, they're not going to get out. They could be sitting there for ages. Yeah. And you think, you know what? I'll do it. I'll be I'll, that. I'll, I'll slow that. down, give them yeah. a little flash, come out, and then they're just like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is that is. I completely get that. That is horribly annoying, and it is petty. Because mm. you're not doing it for the thanks, really. You're doing it to be a good person. But the second you don't get thanked, seething me. Absolutely yeah. seething. I actually had someone nearly hit me trying to just go past me, to be fair. Yesterday. Really? Yeah. Um, there was a lorry trying to pull into uh, some kind of um, big, old, big old lorry car park. I don't know what they're called. But like a, like a yard thing. Yeah. And a car had stopped quite close to it to um, let, it let it out. Well, let it in. Yeah. And just behind that car, there were two cars parked on the other side of the road. So I thought, right, I'll, leave, I'll give plenty of space just in case anyone needs to come through the other direction so they can get past that car that's in front of me, yeah. round those parked cars and keep going so we're not blocking off the entire street. Yeah. And some absolute ah. coming up behind me. Overtakes you. Get, yeah, just comes back and zooms into that gap and I go forward and he ah. bones me. I was, I've never, ever get road rage, but I was the lorry was still turning and I was half, half tempted to get out the car and ask him what he thought his problem was. Because mm. it's not like I was parked. Yeah. I was just waiting, yeah, but no, he thought, there's a gap, I'll have that. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Thank you for bringing back that painful memory. It was an driver, wasn't it? No, no, it was, um, I don't know, 
that's but if it was an Audi driver or a BMW driver, I'd have immediately gone, of course it is. Yeah. So it wasn't one of them. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a petty win that's been sent in for us that is on vaguely similar, a vaguely similar topic, actually. Excellent. So here we go. I'm going to vaguely quote it. A utilities company parked across my driveway. I asked them to move the van, and they said in a minute. 20 minutes later, it was still there. This, is, this has been written like they're trying to write a dramatic novel. Then I got revenge. <laughs> I called their office and said that it's now illegal to park across people's driveways, and could they update their staff right now, please? The unreasonable thing is I didn't actually need to use the car. I just felt I should be able to if I wanted to. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's nice. Yeah, thank you very much for sending that one in. On one hand, I actually do agree they really shouldn't be parking across people's driveways. But on the other hand, if you didn't need to use the car, yeah, that is very petty. So thank you for that. Did you say you had one as well, Mr. Callum? I do. I did have one sent in. And um, it was uh, for uh, an anniversary. So the husband had bought her, his, his wife, obviously, a present. And the wife just hadn't even bothered, said, oh, you don't deserve one. So he uh, returned the present and then bought her an iron. Ooh. That's divorce material right there, on if, both sides. Yeah. Well, if you don't think I deserve a present, then I think you deserve to do the ironing. You're please. not married, Callum. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's the... Yeah. No, that is... Ooh, that is very petty. I mean, that's... Yeah, that is just a divorce waiting to happen. Now mm. we've decided to show some professionalism. Everything about me is unprofessional, Link. You know this when you agreed to do a podcast with me. Actually, I asked you to do a podcast with me. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? I agreed to do a podcast. I brought you in, you filthy peasant. Yeah. You're like Pygmalion. Well, I mean, who's going to replace this? What's a Pygmalion? <laughs> a pig that looks like an alien? <laughs> it was um, My Fair Lady, but the book. Oh, okay. The rain in space tastes mainly on the plain. That one. We get it, Lee. You're good at singing. I mean, I did like 22 seconds. So That's true. I've got you singing you space in the, uh, in the outtakes. Have I? <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so let's just quickly cover how to contact us And then I think we have pretty much hit the end of the podcast Yes So thank you once more to everyone who's been getting involved on our Facebook group Please do keep being involved, please do invite your friends yep. Please do share the posts Because the more that's shared, the more people are going to get involved And the more fun we can all have So just to uh, get that out there remind you once again our facebook group is expresso babe that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-o space babe search it in the facebook and you can find the facebook search it on facebook and you will find it right there you can also reach us on email which is expresso.babe at yahoo.com so all that remains is for me to thank you for joining me as ever mr callum and thank all of you that have listened to us again this week always a pleasure never a chore and I'd also like to thank you all for taking part in all of our polls we've done recently and putting feedback and comments on there. It's much appreciated. And that's bye-bye from me. Yeah, goodbye, stay happy, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.